In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Hey, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. It's Merry Christmas. Christmas has eight days. It has an octave. Today is the Feast of St. Stephen. We went from the crib to the martyrdom of Stephen, and Stephen says, do not hold this sin against them. And Saul was converted because of his prayer. Oh yes, the martyrdom of Stephen. We're looking at Luke 2:22. When the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord. A pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. These offerings were for the poor. They did not have much. So they offered a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout. He lived by faith. He was righteous. He lived by faith. Do we live by faith? Oh yes, there were so many people at Mass at Christmas, and my heart goes out to the people. So how many of them know Jesus? In our church, the gospel was proclaimed. How many of them know Jesus? I know that I have to preach the gospel because people do not know Jesus. And this is what I do to preach the gospel so that people might come to know Jesus Christ and the power that flows from his resurrection. He was devout looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. O oh God, let the Holy Spirit rest upon us today. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple and when the parents brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you may dismiss your servant in peace. Why? Because I've beheld the Messiah, according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation. This child is our salvation. He is the one who saves us. It will happen on the cross when he bleeds for us to take away our sins, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles. 
he would be a light of revelation to the non-Jews. Oh yes, but salvation is to the Jew first, and then to the Gentile. We see Paul preaching to the Jew first, and as they did not accept the gospel, he went to the Gentiles. And this is what Simeon says, a light of revelation to the Gentiles in the glory of your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, this child is destined for the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many may be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. No one ever preaches about the sword that goes into the heart of Mary. No one ever preaches about that. But on the cross, not only did the sword hit Jesus Christ's heart, but spiritually the sword hit the heart of his mother. A sword shall pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phemuel. Now this Simeon and Anna, they are the Anawim. They are the poor and needy of God. The only thing they have is the God of Israel, and they give their whole life to the God of Israel. She was of the tribe of Asher. She was a great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage. Then as a widow to the age of 84, she never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment, she came and began to praise God and speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. You see, they come in just at the right time by the power of the Holy Spirit. How we need the power of the Holy Spirit to come in just at the right time to see Jesus. You know, the church was filled on Christmas and my heart goes out to the people that still don't know Jesus and I am convinced that I must preach the gospel. Father Matt preached beautifully. Thanks be to God. People heard the word of God at St. John's and St. Joseph's. Praise God. Let's continue. I'm looking at Matthew's gospel. Now the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, took place in this way. He's the Messiah. That means the Christ. That means the Anointed One. He is the Messiah. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit her husband Joseph, being a righteous man, unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, 
planned to dismiss her quietly, but just then he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. The child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Joseph is a visionary. He has dreams. Do not be afraid to take Mary, for the child within her is conceived by the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Jesus means God saves his people from their sins. How will this happen? We cannot omit the cross. This baby born was destined to die so that our sins would be forgiven. He would shed his blood so that we might become the children of God through faith and baptism. Oh yes, the children of God. She will bear a son. You are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God is with us. This baby is true God and true man, completely dependent upon Mary and Joseph. God became dependent upon his parents. This is amazing. This is amazing. True God and true man. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had born a son, and he named him Jesus. I love that name. I love the name of Jesus. Do you love the name of Jesus? I love the name of Jesus. Yes, it's the sweetest name. That's the wonderful, powerful name of Jesus. All things are done in the name of Jesus and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Chapter 2 In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men came from the east to Jerusalem asking, where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at the rising and have come to pay him homage. So nature brings Jesus to them, the star. But not only the star, because we're going to see, they're going to go to the Bible. Nature and Revelation reveal Jesus that he was going to be born in Bethlehem. Oh, hallelujah. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them 
where Messiah was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it was written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. So what leads the wise men to the child? The star and the Bible, nature and revelation. Oh yes, how nature, the star, revelation, the Bible leads the wise men to the child. How old is this child? Well, we're going to see. When Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star appeared, then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out there ahead of them and went. The star that they had seen was rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. Nature, revelation, leads to Jesus. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, no longer a manger, Joseph prepared a house for Mary and the child. They saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Why? Because Herod wants to kill the child. How old is the child? Between an infant and two years old. Oh, yes. He's not only an infant. He might be two years old. Why? Because the star took two years to find the king of Israel. Now, after they had left, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. When Joseph got up, he took the child and his mother by night and went to Egypt. So he's not old. Joseph walks to Egypt with Mary and the child Jesus and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet out of Egypt, I have called my son. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, he was infuriated and sent and killed all the children in the round Bethlehem who were two years old or under, according to the time that he had learned from the wise men. 
Then was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Rama, wailing in loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be consoled because they were no more. So the baby could have been two years old. We don't know. We don't know. But the star started two years ago. Again, nature and revelation reveal Jesus. Do you reveal Jesus to people? What about your yes today? Mary's yes brought salvation to the world. Your yes can bring salvation to a man or a woman or a child as you proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord. What about you today? Did you go to church on Christmas, but you're not going to go any other time? You need Jesus. He died for you. He was born for you. He died for you. He bled for you. He gave you a new life in the power of the Holy Spirit. Take that new life. Take it and call people to Jesus. Call people to Jesus. I love in the gospel, the scripture says they had heard about Jesus. Someone told them about Jesus. And as a result, they got a healing. Who are you telling about Jesus today? Who am I telling about Jesus? I'm telling you about Jesus. What do you need healed today? He is a healer. He loves you. He has plans for your life. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who were seeking the child's life are dead. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. And when he had heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. There he made his home in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He will be called a Nazarene. Nazareth was a no place. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? I tell you, the best came out of Nazareth. The Lord Jesus Christ came out of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have you told someone about Jesus today? Have you told someone about Jesus today? Who are you going to tell about Jesus today? Oh yes, he is the good shepherd. And the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away and the wolf snatches them 
and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because he is a hired hand. He works for money. He does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own. My own know me. He knows you. He loves you. He cares for you. Do you know him? Do you love him? Do you care for him? Have you surrendered your life to him? Oh, he is the good shepherd leading us to eternal life. He gave his life for us on the cross. He says, I lay down my life on my own. No one takes it from me. I lay it down and I will take it up again. Hallelujah. The hired hand runs away because the hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own. My own know me. I know you, Jesus, by grace. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice, so there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down and power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. He laid down his life for you. What more could he have given you? This baby of Bethlehem was born to die so that we might have eternal life. This baby of Bethlehem was born to die so that we might go to heaven. This baby of Bethlehem was born to die. What about the candy cane? Red for the blood of Jesus. White for the purity. Turn it upside down. J for Jesus. Yes, and is a, a crook to gather the sheep. Oh yes, the candy cane is a message in, itself, in and of itself. It's all about Jesus. And you know, we don't preach Jesus the way we need to preach him, that he is the author and finisher of our salvation, that he gave his life for us so that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Oh, it's all about Jesus. This baby was destined to die and rise from the dead so that we might be filled with the Holy Spirit and power. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, 
Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And a sword shall pierce your own soul, that the hearts of many may be laid bare. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. We still celebrate Christmas, so I want to wish each of you a Merry Christmas and a blessed New Year. For the child is born to us who would save us from our sins. Thanks be to God. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.